Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Have you ever set a goal and then it slipped away or you failed? Well, today I'm super excited to have Susan Cruz, who is the trusted CEO and sought after wellness speaker, whose mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate female CEOs, especially midlife women on the importance of putting yourself first so you can lead with strength and grace. As the CEO and president of Huntsboro Hemp Company, a company dedicated to producing high-quality CBD products to help improve the well-being of customers globally, Susan takes pride in choosing the highest-quality organic ingredients for the products, which ensures you are provided quality products that could reduce pain, anxiety, inflammation, gut issues, or other sleep issues. She's a Meredith College graduate, an Intuitive Institute certified health coach, a Reiki level one practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and 200 hour registered yoga teacher, former studio owner who lives with her husband on the family farm in North Carolina. Susan truly has set and crushed bold goals throughout her entire life and career. Susan, I'm so excited to talk with you today. Thank you, Sarah. I am so excited to be here with you. Great. Well, tell us, I mean, you have done so many things in your life and career. Tell us, how did you find yourself as the CEO and president of the Huntsboro Hemp Company? Sarah, that is such a fun story. I'll tell you, um, I've been in the health and wellness world for about the last 20 years. And my son-in-law was in college at um, North Carolina State University, he would come home and this was when the CBD word was becoming the buzz and growing hemp was starting to be talked about in North Carolina. And he came home and he's like, oh my gosh, Susan, we need a CBD company. Jimmy, my husband, who is a lifelong farmer, he's like, Jimmy, you need to be growing hemp. And Jimmy looked at him and said, you know, we've tried other crops. I'm not so sure we're going to try hemp. And I told him, I said, you know, Garrett, I think CBD is snake oil. And the reason that I said that was people were claiming that CBD would cure this and CBD would cure that and CBD would do this and it would do that. And even though I've coached over a hundred women to lose thousands of pounds with predominantly a plant-based diet, right? I thought this plant-based product was a crock and those it was those claims. So what happened, Sarah, in the background, Garrett's continuing to get more and more excited. And so what has happened is Jimmy and his brother, who are partners, were researching growing hemp in our area. And what was it a plant that would grow in our area? Did we have the right kind of soil, the right kind of climate, et cetera? And I was starting to research 
CBD and why were people making all these claims? And I got connected with three different doctors that happened to use um, CBD in their practices in different states and started studying under them. And I learned about the endocannabinoid system. When I learned about the endocannabinoid system, which is a system in our body that works in tandem with your nervous system, your immune system, your digestive system, it's working to bring your body back to a balanced state, back to homeostasis. When I understood all of that and understood about the CBD receptors, I realized CBD was the real deal. Now, let me make it clear, CBD will cure nothing, but what it can do is get in your system, reduce the um, symptoms by bringing your body back to that balanced state, so the symptoms are either alleviated or at least reduced, and then you're pain-free or anxiety-free or able to get a great night of sleep, and then that way you're feeling better, right? So you live a healthier, happier life. And I'll just tell you, my husband and his brother did their research and they decided to start growing hemp. And so we just married the two businesses. I purchased my hemp for my husband, but I have the luxury of seeing that tiny little plant go into the ground and I get to watch it grow and get um, watch it be harvested and ripened. And then I take it and I have it um, processed and we create our products in our facility. So we ship them from our sweet little hometown out to your home. So that's kind of our story and how we got started. I love this story. And I think there Thank are you. so many lessons throughout this story, starting with your son who had this big, wild, crazy idea at the time. And, you know, you were, you could have been his dream killer. You could have been the one who put that entire idea to rest. And I think that happens so many times when we have ideas or people have ideas out there and they, they don't know all the information or they haven't flushed it all out, but they're really excited and they want to move forward and they don't know how. Now he was lucky enough to have some parents who were going to go get the facts and I think that is such a cool, powerful story that you were able to then go get the facts and find out, oh, this actually is a possibility. Well, and Sarah, it's a little more interesting because actually it's our son-in-law. Oh, your son-in-law. Okay. Yes. It was our, it's our son-in-law. He um, is younger than my daughter that he's married to. Right. And so he was putting himself through college. And he does not come from a family of entrepreneurs and CEOs, but he happened to marry into a family, right? And um, yeah, so it's even, I think, a little more interesting being that it was our son-in-law, but yet his excitement and his energy and his knowledge, what he was learning and what he brought to the table Combine that with my knowledge of the health and wellness world, my husband's knowledge of the agricultural world, right? So you bring all that energy together. And then what we did was we brought in the rest of our children, um, giving them opportunities to showcase their strengths. So we're woman owned. I own the company and family operated, which is, is really cool, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. Okay. So it's your son-in-law, which he probably even took a little more courage to go right? and say, Hey, right? we need to do this. And, and I think that's one of the things when you think about all the really big things out there, like when the internet came out, somebody shared that with a family member and said, I want to create this. And somebody said, what? Right. And so I just love that this idea came about and that you were able to then do the research and really gather the facts yeah. to bring this to life. So right. now fast forward, you're producing uh, products under the Hens Huntsboro yeah. Hemp Company and Correct. everybody is involved in the family. Um, our youngest son is not, but everybody else is just because of the time and space where he was. Um, but our, our youngest son is not, but the others are our oldest daughter, our older son and their spouses. So, yes, it has been um, truly a family family affair. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I love it. There, I was just going to say there's blessings and curses in that. Yeah. And I love that you stayed true to those roots, women, woman owned and family operated. Now, when you decided like, Hey, we're going to do this. What was that process? Like, did you map out a plan? Did you just start moving? Like, how did you go about bringing this to life? Well, that is such a great question because I will tell you, there's a few mistakes that we made and then there's some really great things that we did. Number one, we very quickly um, came up with the name and the logo and the name we love, the logo, we love our logo, but it has provided challenges. Okay. That was very quick. But we then set out, we set up systems and processes because this is my fifth business. I knew that we had to have that mission statement. We had to know where we were headed, at least for the first year. What were those goals? How were we going to attempt to get there, right? And then the other thing, Sarah, we were entering a world that is still, there are two things. We're in a very gray space. We CBD is 100% legal, right? In all 50 states. There's still three states that don't recognize that legality, but they're, you know, it's legal in all 50 states. However, banking is extremely difficult. It's not like you open up a yoga studio and go in and say, this is what I'm going to do and I need X amount of dollars and they give it to you. It doesn't happen that way. So we had to come up with the game plan and we had to know the challenges that we were up against or we were going to be up against. And so we did have, um, we set out our goals, we made goals, we divided the team up so everybody knew what they were responsible for. We created a master calendar and we went from there, from that point moving forward. Um, I have marketing experience. One of my daughters is extremely um, naturally talented in sales. And she took over that one, um, Katie and her husband were in the, are in the product development. And so we, we all had our own parts, but we also had those big goals and we, we ran with the master calendar. And we also knew 
we, we, we decided very early on that we wanted to be in the health and wellness space, that we did not want to be in vape shops. Um, we were not looking to be in what some people would call the head shops. Does that make sense? Um, we wanted to be known as a brand for health and wellness. Yeah. And I think that's really staying true to your values. I think sometimes right. it's real easy to, to stray at the beginning of an idea because you need money or it's the easier route or that's what everybody else is doing. So I love that you were able to stay close to your, your values. So now you mentioned that there were some roadblocks like the banks <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. How did you guys stay? Did you know about the, that those were going to be obstacles from the beginning or were there some that were surprises and how did you stay motivated to keep going? Great question. So I will tell you, I have an incredible attorney. That was the first person that I brought onto our team. He, he doesn't work for Huntsboro Hemp specifically, but he has been an attorney in the cannabis, marijuana, CBD space for years. And so I brought on an attorney that I knew had experience here, and he guided me a lot of the way. Like one thing that I'll, I'll tell you, Sarah, we were ready to launch Huntsboro Hemp in April of 2018, but I had trouble getting our liability insurance, right? And I wouldn't sell one bottle until we had that liability insurance. And so we had to wait from April to the 29th of October before we could have our launch party because that's how much longer it took me to get the liability insurance. So here we were, you know, sitting with um, production equipment ready to produce and everything, but nowhere to go with it. Yeah. Um, that was our first big thing, big like, Ugh. and then the liability insurance is very expensive. I am fortunate that we live in a small town and we have a great relationship with the bank here, right? So they took me on very um, with no problem. But then what happened is they stopped. They wouldn't take any more people in the CBD can well. CBD space. We don't have cannabis in North Carolina, but in the CBD space, and they had to take away my credit card. Okay. So they've kept me, I have my banking there, but I cannot get a loan at that bank anymore, nor could I have a credit card at that bank anymore. So I had to find a bank that would handle all this stuff. Wow. And that so took simply because of what you were selling. Exactly. Even though, according to the Farm Bill of 2018, everything I'm doing is legal. Uh -huh. And and see, I don't even sell smokable products. And that was very intentional as well, because, um, you, you know, my husband has raised tobacco forever, right? And I've been in the health and wellness world, and it's kind of like those are at the opposite ends of the spectrum, correct? Yeah. yeah. And so I just don't think people need to be smoking anything. And so we don't sell smokable. So yeah, everything I do is, is legal according to the federal law and according to our North Carolina state laws, but the banking is a bear 
And then we moved to Bank of America. And guess what? They took our credit card away. And I mean, it was in my company's name when they gave it to me. And, you know, they, once again, it's not a credit issue. It's not a credit score issue. It's a CBD issue. So it's been crazy that those, those kinds of little things pop up. And that's when we have to remind ourselves that sometimes you have to come out of your lane and support somebody in their lane while they handle another problem. You know, these are the kinds of problems that I have to handle, right? I'm the one that has to handle the banking or the insurance, not someone else is not handling that. So they may have to take over uh, and support my sales clients or hop on a podcast or a webinar or something and do a training for me um, when all of these hiccups happen. Yeah. You're really like, when I think about new businesses or new spaces that come into the market, you're really like a pioneer. And so (laughs) (laughs) you're navigating all these things that other people, I mean, I know probably when you say something to the bank, they're like, we would love to do this, but, but we don't have policies around this or we don't have rules around this. And so we got to figure out all this stuff. And so you're really that pioneer. And then not only are you trying to produce a great product and getting it out into the market, like every business, but you're also having to educate people about, you know, I I've learned so much from you just in this conversation, but about the difference between CBD and hemp and the different types of products and really what your company is focusing on. So you're like a, a pioneer spokeswoman. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, that talking about education, that is right up at the top of our core values that we want to educate people to help people understand what the possible benefits of CBD are right? To, to understand that this could be a great product for you to add to your daily regimen, but you need to know, and you need to be knowledgeable to get out there in the market and make an informed decision about which product you want to choose because all CBD products are not the same. Yeah. So how do you keep from quitting? I mean, a lot of people would <laughs> would get these roadblocks and say, you know, maybe we should just go plant some sunflowers or something. Right. <laughs> you know, Sarah, the anecdotal stories, the stories we hear. And as I say that, I even get goosebumps from head to toe. You know, we hear the 85-year-old that has arthritis and can't open her hands all the way, but then starts using a tincture and the comfort cream and can sew again. Or the um, gentleman who has Parkinson's who starts using the product and then can play his guitar again, right? You hear those stories or you hear the stories. um, And this was a shocker for me. There are many, many, many 30 and 40 something year olds using taking anxiety medicine prescription. 
and you hear them switch over to using CBD. And so they're no longer taking a harsh drug. They're taking a natural product that is giving them the calmness that they need. Now, now let me say the majority of the people who try to switch from their prescription drug for anxiety to CBD, we they're working with their doctor in that and their doctor um, helps them along the way. It's not a cut cold and dry thing. We always say check with your doctors and pharmacists before starting CBD or any supplement. But you know, when you hear these stories over and over again, or people that have sleepless nights, and then they start taking your product and all of a sudden they can sleep all night. You know, we know our body heals during the night, right? Sleep is so important. That's what keeps us going. And that's why I choose to continue to fight some of the battles we fight. I love it. And it's really those people, they're the reason that you're doing this. Right. No, you're not. You never once in this interview said I wanted to get rich. And so that's why I started this company. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, I will tell you when and, and that's the thing. Many people liken CBD to like a modern day gold rush. Right. And a lot of people thought they could plant hemp and they were going to get very wealthy. And whenever there's a new industry, which for CBD, it's a re-emerging industry, you always have what you call the boom. And then you have the bust and then you have the stabilization, right? And we went through the boom and the bust much faster than many other industries have. And it's because exactly what you said, so many people thought they were going to grow hemp or start a CBD line and get wealthy. And that's where their focus was. And, you know, hey, anybody who is in business would be foolish to say, hey, I'm not in business to make money, right? I am. But it was never the thought that this is a get rich or a get rich quick scheme. This was how can we help people feel better? That's really where the rubber meets the road. When things get tough, the people who are in it, to quote a bachelor term, for the right reasons, yeah, they, they they end up doing really well. And they're also the companies and people that you as a consumer can be proud to support. So I love what you guys are doing and I love your, your product and Parker, my dog for my podcast (laughs) listeners, we are affiliates for, um, the Huntsboro hemp company. So we'll link that in the bio as well. If you want to try that out, And I do have to share a personal story. I met Susan through a picture. We actually had never spoken, (laughs) but I was working on a project and I received a bold picture and I knew that I had to meet Susan because she was a woman who was bold and she was taking her photo at her farm and she's a beekeeper and she took her, her hood off. So Susan, tell us about that photo and what prompted you to do that? Well, you know, Sierra, um, that photo was for a publication. And when the photographer and I were talking, 
she was like, you know, well, I can come and we can take some pictures in, in your store with your products or, you know, we can go out on the farm. Well, the problem with going out on the farm was the timing. When she was taking these photos, the crops were out of the field, right? So there weren't any beautiful hemp plants to photograph or what anything like that. So I told her, I said, well, let's do it at the farm. I think that would be unique. And I have a gator. I'm like, you know, we'll pull the gator out. We'll do some stuff. And then I told her, well, I asked her, I said, I have a question. I said, are you afraid of bees? And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I'm a beekeeper and that's part of Huntsboro Hemp. We use the honey in our products. And then we also sell, um, sell the, the farm honey. And I said, what I could do is we could take some pictures with the bees. And she's like, I have a lens. So she she got out her long lens. And I told her, I said, here's the deal. I said, what you need to do is as soon as I get this box top open, you need to start snapping pictures because I'm going to pull the frame out. I'm going to pause and then I'm putting it back because this isn't really a wise choice. And um, she did that and she got great photos and I didn't get stung at all, which was wonderful. It was a very hot day. And on those days you can get in and get, get in the hive very quickly. And so I did have just a very um, light plastic glove on my hands, but I had nothing over my face, which for most beekeepers is a real no-no and I don't do that on the regular. But here's what I know is it was a very wise choice because people remember the uniqueness of that photo. Absolutely. I mean, that's how we met. I yeah. said, I need to meet her. And so I want to thank you today for sharing your story and your courage to set and achieve bold goals. Many people would have, you know, shied away from even starting this company or not even listening when the idea was first brought forward. So I could tell that you were the perfect person to have on the bold goal crusher podcast. And I just thank you for your friendship as well. Yes. Now, if anybody wanted to try your products or connect with you, how would they do that, Susan? Yeah, that's awesome. So you're going to drop your affiliate link in the program notes. So I really highly encourage anyone to, to get that link and follow it. But our website is huntsborohempcode.com. You can go there, but we're on all the socials as um, Huntsboro Hemp Co. on Instagram, Huntsboro Hemp Company on Pinterest, and we're Huntsboro Health and Wellness on Facebook. One of the real challenges, we couldn't have a real name on Facebook. So we're Huntsboro Health and Wellness. You can find us there. We're always trying to educate in our social medias and um, trying to help get the message out there that a good CBD product could be a great thing for you to add to your regimen. Well, thank you so much, Susan. We'll also share those links in the show notes. It truly has been my pleasure to have you on the podcast today. And I know that we will see more of Susan because I just love her. She's one of those sunshine rays in the entrepreneurship world. So thank Thank you so much for everything you do. 
Thank you. I appreciate you having me today and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word GOAL. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.